Hello, everyone. I'm Al Daldegan, creator and producer of the Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas podcast, supported by Rainforest Alberta. This podcast showcases the people who are working to improve Alberta's innovation ecosystem. This episode is hosted by Christopher Drobot. Christopher is a passionate cheerleader for the potential of the Edmonton region. Although not directly an entrepreneur himself, his extensive experience in business operations and now mortgage lending help focus his excitement on the ideas that can see the city grow. He is involved in the push to bring a world-class aquarium to the city and is completing his MBA and, together with his wife, homeschools his two children. The parallels between entrepreneurialism and homeschooling have been many and he sees an overarching lesson in both. You have to create the world you wish to see. And without further ado, I'll pass the mic off to Chris to his interview with Luke Matusiewicz. Take it away, Christopher. All right. Welcome back to Leaders, Innovators, and Big Ideas. I am your host today, Christopher Drobot, and we have with us today Luke Matusiewicz. Born in Poland, Luke came to Canada in 2004, got his citizenship in 2008, and but although he had come to Canada to start a new life, he hadn't figured out what his big plan was quite yet. He tried working in the construction industry and in 2010 started an apprenticeship to become a scaffolder where he worked right through until 2018. But he realized that he was seeking a greater meaning. He had an idea to create a new fitness app with a focus not so much on the fitness, but on the social aspect of the fitness journey so that people could help each other while they pursued excellence in health. During the process of building the app, however, he found a passion for sports and activities and how they effectively help people improve their overall well-being. He and his team have just released their app. Luke, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Yeah. So tell us a bit about uh, your background. So Poland to here, like how, how did that come about? So in my family, they decided there's better opportunities in Canada. I had a sister here that lived. Here already, and uh, yeah, so we we gather our information and we we apply for visa. It took us a bit, couple of years, but just before I turned eighteen, we uh, moved here, and then yeah, was, we we started a new life here in Canada, and uh, it wasn't easy at the beginning because it's it's a bit different culture, it's a bit different setting when it comes to like the way people live. It was a, it was a good challenge, get better in English and 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 the different culture and the good. Uh, aspect of it so yeah it was good yeah that's great and so you you know you uh, we kind of just touched on briefly in the intro just about the journey that you took through to developing a fitness app but why fitness why why did that stand out to you so it's it's something i had to do when i was just a, a kid i tried to figure out what is my niche and how i how, what I would love to do because I have brothers that they follow their own passions and they're successful. And, and I was always questioning how come I didn't really find it. So I, I always love sports and activities. I played soccer back home all the time and I always, always enjoyed that. And the phys ed classes for me in school was like my religion. So I figured, obviously I did it out of the pure passion for it when I was a kid. So I decided to continue in that and in fitness and especially I was always drawn to challenging my body and and challenging trying to get more healthy and not like a bit more abnormal than the average person. So 
that's why I chose that path again and then go back and, and do it and get into it a bit more. So then how, how would you say your experience in construction, you were, that was eight years that you were doing that. How, how would you say that that uh, may have contributed to your choice to go down this path? So when I, when I went into construction, I noticed that I'm good at leadership because we had in our um, trades, we have to have people under us and you have to kind of tell people what to do and how to do it. So I noticed I have, I, I always like to be a bit more like a leader in the group and I had that uh, advantage. And because of that, yeah, I, there's a lot of uh, good things to learn from from that. And it's not something I, exactly I wanted, but I enjoyed and I was good at it. So I figured if I something that is my passion and I can enjoy a lot more, it'd be a lot more successful. So I figured that's just going to be more beneficial for me in that perspective. Makes sense. Makes sense. How did you get tied in with Rainforest? So with the Rainforest, I was attending a few different meetups when it comes for like business and networking and uh, a person from uh, BDC Canada notified me that there's a great meetups happening each week and it's uh, business related and entrepreneurs and people in that industry just to kind of get the knowledge and, and exchange and um, obviously there's a lot of people different people you can approach and uh, they can help you out and then expand my network and that's something I was lacking off especially getting into new business, new company, and a new idea. My network just wasn't there. I, that was the biggest thing. And it's kind of, it's not comfortable to go out and, and meet new people and, and talk with them. But it's something that everybody has to do when they decided to actually create a company and start something new. So, And I actually enjoyed the, the first meetup. And after that, I just kept coming back each week. You know, there's a co-working space in the city here, Work Nicer. They're, they're out of Calgary. And their tagline that actually says, no one succeeds alone. And like that, it reminds me of that, just in what you said, like you, you have to go out, you have to meet people. Like, yeah, there's that idea of like the loner, the one person who's successful on their own that somehow has made it into our, our cultural story somehow. But that's n there's no further thing from the truth than, than that. Like you kind of nailed it. Like you have to go out and, and get other people around you for this journey. Yeah. Well, with, with a journey like that, masterminding with other people and making sure you find the right people to help you with your project. That's a, that's exactly, that's a perfect example how you can really progress with your project. And the only way I was on my own is when actually my initial idea and that when I was actually creating the app and everything else. So it's something very specific to me. So I didn't really want to ask anybody for their advice. So that's the only way. But after that, you definitely need to, for people, and then find people and, and, and look for the right people to help you with the project because on your own, you can't do it. And then, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you can't do it on your own. So definitely. How long have you been working on this? About two years now. We started the app last year in December. Now it's just, just over a year with the app. So we finally launched it and then we have a product that we can actually show. So it's, it's not perfect, but it's a good working app that is actually going to benefit people. And then now the biggest thing we're looking for is the feedback and, and find out what's lacking off and how we can improve it from them from now on. So that's the biggest thing right now, just to kind of spread around the news about the app and get people to sign in and 
sign up for the you know features and and see we go from there so that's that's such, so true though like the 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 idea that you can't wait for something to be perfect like you just need to get out there get it in front of customers let people try it yeah i was waiting a bit too long because of that i tried to make it as perfect as possible but i learned that sometimes it's because of my perspective it doesn't mean that somebody else won't enjoy it and definitely as long as it's a good product and is a good uh, beneficial product for people there should be people that are using it and getting the feedback it's more beneficial rather than not having anything and then just keep going at it and without any any feedback from the real users that are actually going to use the app so definitely that was my mistake took a bit longer than i anticipated but yeah it's it's something now i'm just proud that we able to get the feedback get people to sign in and and you know see the results from that that's great what was the point of inspiration for you to decide hey like it's one thing to be passionate about something it's a totally different thing to be passionate enough to leap into action and actually start building something that will support that group that you're passionate about so like what was the inspiration to to jump into this space i was lacking i was lacking into instant connection to that fitness industry and that sports activities there are groups out there they're posted on different platforms but what i was lacking off is like the instant connection and then specific into that industry when it comes to health and wellness so definitely i was just i felt like there's not enough and the biggest feature of the app is can you can connect to people close to you and uh, with specific sports and categories so the instant connection is there and i think that's that's one of the biggest features of that app so the socializing part it's it's very crucial in it and all the other apps i know there's there's only one dimensional when they show you something to do and then you either follow it or you don't which i don't really believe into too much so so yeah i was kind of i had this idea and i tried to see if there's a need for it and i did my research and it turns out a lot of people had the same problem and that thing they they couldn't really get results they wanted and they want to have like more socializing and and that fitness industry and especially not only for gyms or anything but more like normal people like you know so they can get in touch with them yeah yeah i mean i know the the times that i've been to the gym it's often you see a lot of people in there that are just working strictly by themselves they they're they're not there isn't a social aspect to it often from what i've seen so i mean that's that's interesting that you've decided to introduce that in in this way why don't you expand on the app a little bit tell us a bit more about about kind of the features that you have like the problem that you see that you're able to solve expand a bit on that so what we're trying to achieve is we're trying to get uh, professionals like personal trainers athletes people that are very passionate about sports and activities to actually connect with regular people so during the year i actually went out and i met people like that for jogging for tennis for all the different activities and i i noticed one specific pattern that they're very passionate and they're like really wanted to help you with your journey no matter what if you're just a beginner if you're actually more advanced they correct you they tell you the little tips on how to avoid injuries and it's it's coming out of pure passion there's no there's no money behind it for them so it's it's they you can really tell they're very uh, positive people 
biggest goal is for those people to actually sign up on the app and, and then connect to regular people. Because a lot of times people told me that they're just, they're motivated to maybe go out and then start their journey with fitness, but they don't, they, they, they can't meet somebody. They're, they're just, they don't feel comfortable to approach anybody at the gym or somebody out there. So it'll be easier to connect that connection on the app. And that's the biggest thing uh, that, that you can message those people. They have in the description who they are, what they do, what they're passionate about. And so you would know already what you expect. And then you put your favorite sports and activities in your bio as well. And then that way you find out a lot more about them before even approaching them. And yeah, and then the next thing would be get in touch and then meet up in the real life and, and go for that first jog around your neighborhood. Because that's it's it's a, it's GPS driven the the that function of the app, so it's going to be the nearest person to you, the closest to you. So that's that's very helpful for you know keeping it in the community and making sure that it's you know it's somewhere comfortable where you feel you don't have to drive across the town to to go and meet them up. So I think that's the biggest goal. And the second thing about that will be going across different countries can meet the local people doing the same thing. Cause that was always was a trouble for myself. If I want to go and play soccer game, if I go different country, I was not able to get at that instant connection. And here it's, that would kind of solve that problem as well. And a lot of people really like that idea. So we definitely want to um, make sure that social part is, is the most crucial part of the whole app. We do also have a content, but as of right now, we have about a hundred different workouts on the content part for different levels, different categories. We're just trying to expand whatever be more beneficial for the users. And then we also have a radio station that provides uh, good music for workouts different news, different podcasts, uh, and specifically in the fitness industry. And then kind of trying to educate people as much as we can on how to benefit their lives and how to actually evolve and, and, and be more healthy. So all of that, uh, that content is all integrated in app? Yes. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, I know there's quite a few apps that are out there that have things, but maybe won't necessarily allow you, like I think like YouTube, for instance, is not, sometimes uh, they have that as a premium feature. So like, obviously you can't listen to a YouTube speech, a TED talk or something while you're also running a different app. So, I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Something you had mentioned actually a little bit earlier, you were just talking about how you wanted to connect experts with regular people, but it, it, it sounds like this would actually even allow people that are just further ahead on their fitness journey to connect with people that are starting out, even if they're not experts themselves, but maybe they've been running for two years and now here's somebody that's just starting, they'd be able to share tips and, and tricks of how to improve their, their results as well without necessarily being an expert. They just happen to be somebody that can be providing advice. Yes, no, that's exactly right. There's obviously there's some people that they're not feeling comfortable, but there is actually a lot of people that maybe they don't realize how how beneficial they are to others. And then yeah, they're not have to be called experts or athletes or anybody like that. But for somebody that's just starting out, that's a perfect way of benefiting somebody else. And a lot of people want to create different uh, groups, and they're just they feel like they don't have a really platform that can do it and that it's only oriented into the fitness 
industry. So like I said, there's different platforms, but during the year, I try to research as much about what their needs are for people like that. And then that was one of the aspects that, you know, trying to expose people that want to, they're really passionate. They really want to do something more than just sharing a picture or sharing a video, which is fine too. But actually going out and meet that person, it's, it's the best thing that can happen. And, and that's, that's, the, that's, that's the goal of the app, right? Just to kind of go back and socialize. That building community. Yeah. That's really, yeah, really what it comes down to. Um, let's, let's go in a different direction here. So with any project of this scope, I mean, you're going you're gonna to run into challenges. So what sort of challenges did you run into and how did you and your team overcome those? Let's let you tell that. Okay. So one of the biggest thing is, although I, I, I don't call myself a professional when it comes to fitness, like I'm not a personal trainer, I have passion for it. So I do trying to get people that they're, they're professional when it comes to setting up like different training and different workouts. So definitely looking for people to collaborate with that they're actually professional. That's the key. It's not, it's not going to be perfect either. I did hire somebody to develop the app because I'm not a coder. I'm not a developer myself. So I was able to find a good person that was actually, um, we, 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 we have everything. We understand each other. We don't have conflict. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just going to interrupt you there for yeah. a second because I just want to reiterate this for anybody that's listening because this is the, like probably the fourth or fifth interview that I've done where somebody has said exactly what you just said, that I'm not a coder. I'm not a, a technician. I don't know it. I just have an idea. I went out and found somebody who can do the back end stuff well. That's a really important message. I think that more people, more people need to hear about tech is that you don't need to do everything. You just need to be able to find, you need to ask the right questions and find the right people yes. to get your idea off the ground. So sorry for interrupting, but like that, it's just a, a really important message that I keep hearing. And no, it's, yeah. Yeah. no, that's definitely, that, that, that's the right approach. Cause I'd, obviously at the beginning I was questioning how I'm going to do this or that, but during the process, it's all come out naturally that, you know, you meet the right people and then they also, people like that notice if you're actually, that's something true to yourself. They can tell if you're just doing it for the money or you're actually a bit more passionate about. So I notice the people I'm working with, they can actually, they're a bit more motivated. They're not, they're, they're not only driven by money aspect, but they actually want to get involved in the project. And a lot of times don't even ask for the money. And that's, that's, that's the most amazing part that I'm able to, to, to kind of spread that and make sure that they're, they're seeing the bigger picture and it's rather than just being doing a small project and moving on. And that's the key just to kind of make sure the people get the vision and then the benefit behind it. And then they get involved with the, with a true passion for it. So definitely uh, that aspect is the biggest thing just to make sure that people you're working with and they're, they'll also have something and that they, they, they see a bigger picture and that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, like, what's, what is the vision? What is the bigger picture? I mean, so you're just launching, but uh, there's got to be something else like down the road. Like what, what's the big vision that connects everything for you? So the vision of Fit Now would be connecting people around the world and then going into having a gym concept that's actually connecting it all together. So when people actually go out and meet 
eventually they're going to have a space to go to and they'll be able to go there and improve their life and get education from everything when it comes to cooking, when it comes to diet, when it comes to the body aspect and also comes to the spiritual aspect. So there's be a lot of different classes and stuff. So that's the bigger picture, just to make sure that from that virtual world, which we can avoid these days, which can be uh, not beneficial to us. I want to introduce to the actual world when people can go and meet. And I think for the new generations, that's a key to connect and then uh, they can go and meet like we did. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Give us your thoughts on that, on Rainforest as a community then. I mean, you've, you've obviously attended a few meetups. You've been involved in conversations with a few of the folks in the Edmonton group here. Tell us your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's very open-minded group. They always ask how they can help and how they can uh, improve the business I'm running to and then trying to connect me with the right people. So every single meeting that I go to, it's beneficial. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a good group to actually improve your business and get connections and network and expand. And, uh, and like I said, it's, it's never that. It's just uh, spending your time. You have to be very efficient. So that's the be- one of the best ways right now just to get it more efficient in that way. So, so yeah, I really, I really enjoyed going to events and uh, with Rainforest. So that's why I believe in it, especially for a newer generation. I do have few people that they're 19 year old and they're starting their journey and they're confused about a lot of different things. And it's, it's a good for the youth to kind of show them like maybe on your, on your own time, just go and check those things out. And that's, that's awesome when people start thinking that they're 19 instead of going typical 19 year old uh, activities. They're thinking about getting an app going or coding themselves. It's like a lot, it's really good. So it's good to tell them to go and join that group. It's, it's free, only costs your time. And it's, it's really beneficial. So that's, that's a way to, to harness the energy though, that, that we as a community can actually have, like if you have people like that, that are fresh out of school, have ideas, want to do something, we'll get, if they get exposed to the right network, they can actually then turn that into something bigger. It's not just an idea at yes. that point. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely the key. Cause like I said, like I, Although my journey is nowhere near to be close to the end, I do have some experience. I was already sharing that with that specific person. And the world is a bit confusing right now because when you go out on the internet, there's so many different things. So maybe starting off as your community and somewhere close to you and then getting that developed better, then that gives you a better idea just to how you can start and and do it properly. Because there's different ways of starting a business, but obviously there's a proper and a proper way. And, and it's as a young person, that's no, no better things than you can actually start doing something like that. So I've, I, I really enjoy, and that's one of my uh, goals is to actually help younger generation to kind of expand on, on their ideas and how they can actually improve and benefit the world. And at the end, right. So, so with the, all of the stuff then that you've experienced on this journey, what would you say like to somebody that, that comes to you, he's 19 or she's 19 and says, Hey, I've got this idea. I'm going to go do this thing. What, what advice would you provide to that person just starting out? So the typical advice was what I did. Just write down your idea. Just as simple as that. A lot of times people have, it's the same with me. I just, when I, when the idea came to me, I wrote everything down. What I'm, what I'm trying to do, what are the features 
And that's very, it sounds very basic, but a lot of times it's just confusing people because they need to have a structure and the structure comes with like setting up goals and setting up everything else. So just write everything down, make sure it's, it's definitely something that you enjoy. You have passion, you have something that it can, uh, you can add really valuable and unique to that industry you're trying to go to. So it's definitely, we all have different uh, unique ideas about stuff and it's the only way to to find out about it is actually go and, and research and, and seek if there is a need for it. And then if there is a need for it, then then you're onto something, right? And then you can go from then. And definitely networking, it's it's the best way because you can ask people and they can help you out with it and they can kind of push you different directions. So I never cease to be amazed at the power of of that networking piece is you just go out and just see who you can see and talk to who you can talk to. You never know who that person might know. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, actually, yeah, it's very, a lot of times I, I it was shocking that sometimes like you, you find that right person and then it's like, that's exactly what you needed. And actually my generation, maybe it's not as bad, but the older generation was all about networking. They knew all the different people they didn't have internet. So I'm still en- envy of, of older generation and I see them and they're like, you talk to them. And I tried to get some, you know, I tried to talk to the older generation, how they did it. And that was their thing. They're networking. They just knew everybody for everything, right? So it was natural for them to have that a huge network of people they can, you know, collaborate with. And now these days for us, it's a bit different. But now we can actually find, we have the internet so we can find the groups and we can still, but you, you still have to go out and do it yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you, right? So It's funny, you can have a thousand connections on whatever social media platform that you that you want, but if you can't actually call them up and be like, hey, can you help me with this project? Like that's not, it's not really as valuable as like one person that you could actually like run or bounce an idea off of. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's a different story. I mean, going online and then actually even calling somebody and meeting them in person and, and, and having like direction and talk with them, it's, it's completely different. And we need to just kind of go back to that, uh, make it more natural for us. And, and yeah, I think it's just, we need to really start socializing a lot more than we have. And uh, just improving on that, definitely. So one of the goals of the this podcast is also just to inspire people to action. And especially in Alberta, we want to make sure that we're, you know, leaving people with the sense that like Alberta is the place. I, that's something I believe to my core, that there is an energy here. There's an excitement here. And, and we can make that even bigger just by connecting people from all kinds of different areas. But like for yourself, what would you say it is most inspiring about Alberta? right now? Right now, a lot of young people in that industry coming out of the schooling system, it seems that they have the right approach. They're going into tech and uh, they believe in it. And then although it's it's a really oil country, it seems we can take the different approaches and we can actually expand on a technical. And it's a lot of the research departments here, one of the best in the world. And then, yeah, there's a lot of potential and it's definitely, uh, we we can grow from it, and then yeah, Alberta is a, it can be diversified. Like it'd be different than just oil, and then you know we can go from there. But we can definitely have a potential here. Yeah, it's amazing what you find when you scratch a little below the surface and see what's actually happening in in other areas, other parts of the economy. No, oh, yes, I I didn't really 
know that many people in that industry, especially coding and, and development. But when I went out and I met a lot, there's a lot of people in it. And when it comes to that industry, it's pretty, it's pretty big. And like I said, it's all about networking and finding out. So at first would be just to find those the right people and, and the networks and all we have, all of that is just a matter of connecting. Yeah, that, uh, for sure. On that note, I'm just going to throw one shout out for our friends over at Startup TNT at Polar Park Brewing every Thursday night. That is a community developed networking event that is focused specifically around the startup and entrepreneurial community here in Edmonton. So uh, check that out. Thank you, Luke, for being on the show today. It's great having you. Thank you you for having me. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for sharing your story. And uh, thank you to all our listeners. If you haven't already, visit rainforestab.ca and sign the Rainforest Social Contract. Become part of the inclusive, silo-busting, sector-agnostic, all-industry, open-sourced, ego-shrinking, ecosystem-building, entrepreneur-focused, wide-open, social barrier-smashing community known as Rainforest Alberta. This episode is sponsored by Capturing Legacies, because everyone has a story, and Capturing Legacies is here to help you tell it. Visit CapturingLegacies.com for more information. The audio for this episode was professionally edited by Kate Day with KD Sound Design. Music for the show was created by Tony Deldegan. Please be sure to share this episode with everyone you know. Also, don't forget to come by and say hi at the next Rainforest event. Let us know what you think of this podcast. If you're interested in being either a host, sponsor, or a guest of the show, send me an email at rainforestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.